The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your hands. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers here in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, too. The Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday morning. Sorry about that little bit of uh, technical difficulty there. I don't know what it is about this software. <laughs> you have one setting, works, go to bed, open it back up, and if you forget to do it now, you can change it. Or you can open it up. It won't produce the sound. You have to change it again. So it's it's my fault, but it whatever they did in this update on the XSplit is just driving me bananas. So I do apologize that we had that issue going on at the first, and uh, the sound wasn't coming through. Anyway, it's coming through now, and so that's the important thing. <laughs> we get on with the, uh, with the important part of the show here. Um, with that said... If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sons of Liberty Radio.com and Sons of Liberty Media.com. 
In fact, if you head over to sonslibertymedia.com, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and we are going live right here. Um, second video down. And then if you want to enlarge that, that's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Do that. Click on there. And then also, you can take and click onto that and join us in the chat. Yep, we got a lot of people in there this morning. They were kind enough to let me know because I didn't look at the volume level on the streamer. To I looked at the one that's going out on the radio. And so uh, they were kind enough to let me know, but we got a lot of good friends there in the chat. And uh, if you want to join us over there, please do so. Also, right above that, Bradley show from yesterday. Um, you can click on and listen to that. And then he's live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on SonsofLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page there. Also, right above that is where you can subscribe. Subscribe to our newsletter, and again, we don't rent your email, sell it, spam it, or any of that other. You get one email from us a day, including all the articles we have, and also the morning show will be archived in that email as well. So be sure to sign up for that. If you would like to help us out, you agree with our message, and you want to support us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, and also, if you'd like to partner with us monthly, you can do that as well. As a son or daughter of Liberty, that link is on Sons of Liberty Media as well. And then finally, our store is available. <clears throat> Lots of products in there, conversation starters and equipping tools uh, for you in the area that you're in. Whether you're in the United States or abroad, uh, these things are applicable because <clears throat> God's Word and the message of liberty is a worldwide message. It is not just one for America. And so if you would like to pick up some of those, please do so out of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay, so <clears throat> yesterday we touched on some of Fauci's emails. I'm sure we're probably going to do some more of that. I want to let you know, I do want to let you know, you guys who were here for the interview with uh, Dr. Andreas Calker, uh, who's been doing the work with chlorine dioxide. We were supposed to have Kerry Rivera on with him, and for whatever reason, uh, the times, she misunderstood the times, so she came in like an hour later. And um, she said, I'm all dressed up and there's no show. And so we wanted to have her We wanted to have her come back on, and she's been on the show a couple of times. And I think you'll enjoy and appreciate her experience and what she's learned and what she's doing to help other people with the use of chlorine dioxide. So uh, we're going to have her, Lord willing, next Friday. Uh, we've got her scheduled to come on next Friday. If you've got people in your family, friends, acquaintances, whatever, who have children with autism or who have been injured by a vaccine or something like that, um, make it a point to listen to what Carrie has to say uh, because she has a child that's been injured by vaccine with autism, and uh, you will you will really appreciate uh, the interview. You really will. Um, so be looking forward to that on Friday next week, Lord willing, if we get that. Okay. All right. So what's going on now? And you you may be going, why are we still on the vaccine thing, Tim? We're on the vaccine thing because this is the vehicle they're using for everything going on in the future. I mean, this is one of those well, this is one of those components that's going to tie all this other stuff that's coming out with a great reset and all this other. Uh, the financial reset, the societal reset, um, being able to track and trace you, being able to do your banking and travel and all the other stuff. Okay, and if you if you don't believe that, you all really ought to listen to that that 
interview with Catherine Austin Fitz, which we are also trying to schedule. We have to wait till her next um, report comes out, and then we're going to see if we can get her on um, the show as well. But she puts all those things that seem like they're separate things, um, such as the banking and the debt and the Great Reset and the COVID and the vaccine and all this stuff. She puts them all together so you can see exactly what the picture looks like. I'll try to put that up in the archives in case you haven't heard that interview. But it's pretty astounding the way she draws that stuff together. And um, so with that said, we've talked about some of the things that they're using now to get people to take the injection. Okay. So you've heard it from donuts to... Uh, what was it, the the, the stripper club, $5,000 worth of hooker benefits or something. I don't know what it was. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in there out in Vegas. Then we had um, a number of other things. We've got West Virginia giving away guns. That's appeal to you, you guys who like and approve of the Second Amendment. And they give you guns. And, and somebody out there in West Virginia is going to win $1.5 million of other people's money. Because government doesn't get its own money. It doesn't produce anything. It's printed money that they've got, and they've got it from the people, okay? And they're going to give it to the people for the chance to kill yourself, basically is what it is, uh, through these jabs. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm going to give some more um, news that the Mockingbird media is not giving you. But here's what they're engaged in now. Now it's an I- issue, yeah. Hooker benefits, it's strippers. You know, it's it's a strip club. I don't. There was a bunch of stuff in there. It was like they say it's worth five thousand dollars. Membership cards, dances, and all this other stuff. Anyway, you get the point. Um, now they're pushing, and again appealing to your base nature. Envy. Envy. Now, the Bible warns us, do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Because what is envy? Well, envy is a form of covetousness. It's not being content with what you have and who you are and what your lot is in life. And we're told that to be covetous is a violation of God's law. In other words, it is sin, is a transgression of God's law. Because we're not to covet our neighbor's house, our neighbor's wife, or anything that is our neighbor's. Okay? And yet, what has the media put out there before us? What have the lying, crooked, pimping politicians for Big Pharma, what have they put out for us? Well, we're getting all these people vaccinated. You don't want to be one of those ones left out, do you? And here we are. We're having envy put upon the people in order to take this deadly injection. And it is deadly. Now, again... We go back to the VAERS report. I'm not saying anything that's not true here. There are reports pushing 5,000 people that are dead within a few months after taking this injection. Somebody wanted to call and say, oh, we don't have proof of this 100% thing that you're talking about and extrapolating that out and blah, 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 blah. Well, I never said 
it was for sure there were 500 people, 500,000 people, half a million people who have been killed by this in the United States and all. I never said that. What I said was, if you take the numbers from the Harvard study that said this is only 1%, then you have to theoretically say it's very possible half a million people have died from that. That's a big difference in saying there have been a half a million people. These are the only ones we know about that have been reported. Same thing applies with the adverse effects. Okay? But here we have somebody like... And look, I... As an actor, I like Morgan Freeman. And I think he's actually said some good things when it comes to um, some issues in society, to tell you the truth. But here's the thing. This guy is now being used in this. Take a look at this. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. All right, so this is your shot. Creativecoalition.org. And look at all these wonderful people that were there uh, in support of that. Uh, so anyway, you get the idea. He he does. Understand, though, that Morgan is 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 old now. I mean, he's he's older. Um, so some of that has, I've noticed that over the years that he is waning, obviously, in his appearance. But it's amazing to me. You take a guy who starts off and says, I'm not a doctor, but I trust the science. Okay, so let's ask a question here. Is Morgan Freeman a scientist? Not that I know of. He's already said he's not a doctor. So what science is he pointing to that he's trusting in? What evidence is he giving you besides his word that he was led like a sheep to the slaughter to get his shot? And he would like for you to go to hell too. I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of the thing that's that's here. I'm on my way to hell. Why don't you get in the why don't you ride shotgun with me? I mean, that's basically what's being asked. Now, with that said, over at the COVID blog, they've written about uh, some of this. And here's what they had to say. Because they go to American Trust and Media. Now, Morgan is a part of the media, like it or not. And they're pu- he's pushing the same message that the Mockingbird Media is pushing. Morgan Freeman did not come out and tell you the science behind how many thousands of people have died from after following this injection. Morgan Freeman did not tell you all of the adverse effects that came as a result of people taking these injections. But you should trust him, right? You should trust Morgan Freeman, a guy who is admittedly no doctor, not a scientist, but claims to trust the science. I'm always amazed at the people who say they're science people. Had to deal with a young man before. I'm a man of science. I don't believe in all this religion stuff. I don't believe in this Jesus stuff and all. 
And I go, no, you're not. You're not a man of science. Because a man of science would see there's evidence in the creation that there's a creator. But you're a guy who rejects that. I mean, it's, it's apparent. It's, it's within us to notice there is a creation out there. And it didn't get there by itself. And it didn't get there by chance. But it has a creator behind it. And this guy wanted to argue with me about the fundamental foundation for what we start with from the gospel. And that is there was a creation. God made man and woman. And as a result of that, they were given a choice to obey God or disobey God. They disobey God. This is where we have all of our problems. And this is why we need a Savior from our sin, our violations of God's law, our transgressions of his law. And his name is Jesus Christ. So, with that said, the COVID blog is really jumped on this vaccine envy thing. It is a mind control. It is an appeal to your base nature. Okay? All these people running around, and the more that do it, they say, oh, we got the vaccine, we got the vaccine. Ooh, you don't have the vaccine? It's to single you out. It's to push you out. That's what it is. It's to push you out of the society. So here's what they say. There's no denying the fact that the COVID-19 experimental mRNA and viral vector shots are political issues, not health issues. You get that? They're political issues, not health issues. It's also no secret that Democrats are pro-vax, pro-mask, etc., as our mainstream media. Well, there's some Republicans in there too, guys. Some of those guys do it too. Hollywood and big tech firms, Republicans are the opposite. Well, they're not. Some of them are, but not all of them. Look at them the next time you see C-SPAN at the House. You're going to see the Republicans having their mask on too. And if you say, well, they made it a rule, well, then they should defy the rule because it's not law. If Ilhan Omar, a criminal immigrant to this country, can go in there with her turban on her head, not a turban, what a, a hijab on her head, and get them to change the rules, then I'll tell you what, if all the Republicans would go into the House and they would stand up and say, we're not wearing these things anymore, they might change the rule. Or, I don't know, maybe we'd get some change out of that if they had some spine and some backbone to do what they say they do. Anyway, Thus, it makes sense that people who identify as Democrats trust mainstream media and celebrities more. Americans in general used to trust media. That was a long, long time ago, by the way. (laughs) They used to trust Walter Cronkite, Edward R. Murrow, etc. Gallup data from the 1970s found that 72% of Americans trusted mainstream media. A majority of Americans trusted mainstream media until 2004 when the number dipped below 50%. For the first time in Gallup's history of gathering the data, the all-time low was 32% in 2016. The number stood at 40% in 2020. But when it's broken down by political labels, there are dramatic differences. The 2020 Gallup data found that 73% of people identifying as Democrats trust mass media, only 10% of the Republicans, and 36% of independents trust mass media. Further, A November 2020 Gallup Knight Foundation survey found that 86% of Americans believe media are biased to some degree. Every media is biased. We're biased here, guys. We're biased towards the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. 
That's our bias. It is. It's right there. A CBS poll last month found that 71% of Democrats will get or already have gotten the shot compared to 47% of Republicans. Well, give it time, guys. I mean, I'm sure the 47% of Republicans there all heeded the words of Donald Trump. (laughs) Keeps telling them to get the shot. We stay apolitical while also being truthful and forthcoming about glaring facts. Sadly, it is obvious who will be falling for the, this latest media propaganda campaign. And what is it? Vaccine envy. The best way to give something credibility is to have Harvard University speak positive, positively of it. That's how the vaccine envy propaganda campaign was born. Now listen to this, and I want you to put this in line with what I had the other, what was it, yesterday, uh, with the issue concerning the study that was done that determined theirs was only getting 1%. Okay, just going to remind you that came from Harvard too. Okay, Dr. Schmerling is the senior faculty editor of Harvard Health Publishing. He is an obvious big pharma apologist. Dr. Schmerling recently called vitamin D an unproven supplement. (laughs) Okay. Against an unproven COVID-19. Let me put it that way. Despite numerous studies saying otherwise. He also said uh, people should rely more on the recommendations from the CDC. (laughs) This guy is a doofus. All right. Dr. Schmerling was the perfect choice to write an article entitled, quote, You've got the COVID-19 vaccine? I have vaccine envy, end quote. It is summed up by a few lines for those who cannot stomach reading it entirely. Here it is. Quote, The COVID-19 vaccine eligibility rules have put many of us in a difficult spot, hoping to get a vaccine as soon as possible, but having to wait as others get it much sooner while grinding our teeth over people who seem to be cutting in line. Within a few months, everyone who wants a vaccination may be eligible to get one. Meanwhile, if you're experiencing vaccine envy, welcome to the club. Isn't that nice? It's <sighs> Vaccine envy. Really? How long has... Have the states had vaccines that are sitting there that nobody's taken? This is why they're having to go through the thing, giving you donuts, giving you shots for shots, giving you the hooker benefits, or whatever the case may be, giving you a gun, $1.5 million or whatever. If people are so vaccine envious, and I'm sure there are some who are. Look, we did the story on the, uh, I want to call her a young lady, but... um, the contain lady who was, I don't know, she was in a lot of rock videos and stuff like that back when I was a kid or a young man, whatever. I, don't, I can't even keep up with all that, that time that's gone by. But we, we did the story on her death after, her, after she got her COVID shot, right? And one of the things that she said was back in January, she said, boy, I really hope they get these vaccines so we can get back to normal. We can do this, that, and the other, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just sitting here going, what is wrong with people? that they have allowed themselves to become enslaved without anybody forcing anything on her. What is it that people don't get about doing that? 
Well, that's part of what the flesh does. You say, does the Bible have something to say about that? Yeah, it does. Titus 3.3, 3, for instance. I mean, the, he speaks about those of us who know Christ. He says, we also once were foolish ourselves, weren't we? I know I was. Disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our life in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Well, what changed all that? Was it a vaccine? No, it was the Christ. It was an encounter with the living Christ. That's what did it. That's what changed us. By the way, you heard him say at the end there, um, what was that, that that he said right at the end? Let me let me just back up here just a little bit. Um, and I want you to hear what he says right here at the end because I want to address that. In fact, it picks up here with this. Take care of one another or love one another, right? That's what, it, that's what it's communicating. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. Please? Like, uh, I, I, you know, he said, said it like, please, like, somebody's got something stuck in my back. Please help me get this thing out of my back. I mean, that's how he's saying it. But the, the pitch is that you have to love one another. Now, the Bible tells us to love one another, doesn't it? It tells us to demonstrate our love in one another. And how do we do that? Well, when Jesus asked him, he says, what's the greatest commandment? The guy turns to him and he says, well, it's to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he goes, and the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Upon these two commands hang all the law and the prophets, right? What are they built on? The two tables of the Ten Commandments. You want to know what love looks like? Look at the Ten Commandments. The positive and the negative aspects of each commandment. That's what love looks like. I'm amazed at the uh, the quote-unquote New Covenant theology guys who run out and they say stuff like, oh, well, we have the, 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 the law of Christ. It's the law of love. Uh, Jesus just reiterated the law. Okay? Now, how are they pitching that you love your neighbor? By one, ignoring what God has said about the blood, that the life of the flesh is in the blood, and two, by not mixing it in the ways that they're doing here. Okay? And three would be to honor God in what you're eating, what you're drinking. Isn't that what Paul said? See, we skip over that because we think eating and drinking is so mundane. Yeah, even in the mundane things of life, we're to glorify God. That's what Paul says. Whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. What are people doing today? Are they eating and drinking to the glory of God or to indulge themselves? What are they doing? They're, they're obviously not loving God or loving their neighbor in, in doing those kinds of things. So Morgan is saying, hey, if you, if you care for one another, if you love one another, now he didn't use the word, they didn't use the word love, but they did say care for one another. And other people have said it. I've heard even Christians, my goodness, we did the show on Al Mohler. 
from Southern Seminary. This is a guy who should know better. And he's out there talking about caring for others, you know, looking out for others. It's a love for your your fellow man, blah, blah, blah. Just take the jab. No biblical basis for it at all. None. Extremely disappointed about that. But let me tell you something. All throughout Scripture, we're we're told about love, real love, which is in contrast to envy. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. It is not envious. It does not brag and is not arrogant. But let me tell you what they're doing now. They're getting in on your social media. You can get this little guy, you can get these little guys that stuck on your Facebook account. Let's get vaccinated. I got my COVID nineteen vaccine. Hello. It's all being pushed on you. And then look at these. Look at the mockingbird media. Look at the mockingbird media. Here's here's uh, what is this today? That's a that's not a USA Today. This is off of Yahoo News. Are you feeling vaccine envy? What it means and how to cope? Very well mind. I don't. I've never heard of this news. How to cope with vaccine jealousy while you wait your turn? Many Illinois. This is from the Chicago Tribune. Many Illinois residents getting vaccine nineteen. Uh, excuse me, COVID nineteen vaccine envy as nearby states expand eligibility more quickly. Here's men's health. Don't get totally consumed by vaccine envy. And this is from the Los Angeles Times. Column one, feeling unsettled, anxious? Maybe you have COVID-19 vaccine envy. (laughs) The London Free Press. Vaccine envy becomes the latest COVID-19 pandemic frustration. Now, if this isn't Mockingbird Media, I don't know what is. If, If you say, what do you mean by Mockingbird Media? What does a Mockingbird do? (laughs) The same thing these cats are doing. They're just repeating this vaccine envy narrative. And I got to ask you, before this, before this happened, before this started going on with the vaccine envy, did you ever hear the phrase before? Yet all of these news outlets... These propaganda outlets from the Ministry of Truth, what are they doing? Touting vaccine envy. It's kind of like, you remember that that thing that went on in politics? Uh, Who was it that they said? I want to say it was Mitt Romney or somebody, I don't know. But they used, they came out and then all the media picked up this word. It was gravitas. Remember that? He doesn't have the gravitas. Oh, it just doesn't have gravity. And you can see the clips one after another for, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. You could watch them, these morning shows and these radio shows and all this gravitas, gravitas. Well, that's what they're doing with vaccine envy. It is to control you. It is to control your mind. This is why you're better off. You're probably better informed and better off by never watching the evening news. I don't care if it's on Fox or not. So here's some of the things they're doing. I remember they had this on Facebook too. By the way, I was out of Facebook jail, but they had these things on here. And one of the one of the issues that 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 they brought up was you could not only do this with the uh, with the image and stick this thing around your image, but 
there was more to it. You could add other things. You could send out, I think that you could send out some little things to your friends online to say, to encourage them to get their, their vaccine. I mean, it's just crazy. It's really crazy. So we've got that. Now, what's to be envious here? Well, I want to take you back because, um, again, the COVID blog has some stories that Health Impact News has had. And I want to run you quickly through a few of these, and then I want to jump over to something else on this subject as well. But some of these we went through yesterday. Uh, This Jovita Moore, who is a news anchor down in Atlanta, um, she's recovering from surgery after two brain tumors. After she got her Pfizer experimental injection. Then we have this guy. I mentioned him yesterday. Uh, Joel Coleman, 54-year-old Oracle Apex software supervisor or developer, um, he designed the CDC vaccine tracking system. He's dead now. Two months after his first shot. Let me move to a couple of others that I haven't done because some of these some of these people we have now. I didn't get this lady here yesterday because she wasn't in the report that I was on. Uh, Kirsty Hext. 26-year-old British woman suffers 14 anaphylactic shocks in months since second Pfizer mRNA dose encourages others to get the shot. (laughs) I mean, you can't make this up. She's had 14 anaphylactic shocks in a month, in the month since uh, she took the second dose, right? But she encourages everybody to get the shot, just like her. Come join me in my misery. Come join me in my suffering. I forget that that old phrase, misery loves company, doesn't it? Some of these others, we mentioned Jennifer Gibson, the lady got Bell's palsy, and she encourages other people to get vaccinated. I mean, you can't fix stupid. You can fix ignorance if people don't know. But you can't fix stupid people. You just can't fix them. Clive Haddon, 74-year-old Australian man, dies in a hospital after doctors refuse to treat him for AstraZeneca blood clots. Isn't that interesting? Now, I wonder if the hospital and doctors could be held accountable for negligence. Huh? Stephanie Dubois, 39-year-old British model, dead 16 days after experimental AstraZeneca shot. And there's more. There's lots more. I had had these loaded up, um, you know, different people. And I'll just kind of scroll through for those in the viewing audience. You can see some of these people. These are people that have either gotten these blood clots, they've got these tumors, or they're dead. And they span an age group. You know, what we heard coming out of the Mockingbird media was that, okay, basically it was anybody over 70 who really, you know, were at risk from the convids. Okay? Anybody over 70 was a risk or 65, something like that. It was, it was getting up in the senior senior citizen age. And I, I say that now. I'm, I'm 52, and they're sending me senior citizen stuff now. I don't, it's weird to me. Anyway, here you've got this going on, and 
now we're seeing with the injections, we're seeing a lot of young people being taken out. 20s, 30s, teens, 40s. Those are, I consider that young. Some of them down to even infants and toddlers. Now they're wanting to use these things on children up to 12. And they want to say, your parents don't have to know about it either. Kind of like they did with the abortion stuff. You can get an abortion without your parents' consent. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. We'll put your parents into place. We have the force of government. Better be careful about what you wish for in government, guys. I'm just saying. All of this is going on, and it's to drive people to be envious. That's exactly what it is. I mean, they're saying it. To be envious of something that is killing people, that is maiming people, that is injuring people. Why would you be envious about such a thing? It makes no sense to me. By the way, when we saw that where it said, don't be anxious, well, I'm, re- I'm reminded of what Scripture tells us. The Scripture tells us not to be anxious about anything, but through prayer, let our petitions be made known unto God. We're not to wring our hands. I've got a situation even right now. We have an opportunity to, to take some things out. Well, we just don't have the resources to do it. Take some things out of our way. We don't have the resource to do it. It's a great deal to do to get it out of... We can't do it. And I'm like, Lord, you know our needs before we even have them. You want me to submit myself to you and trust you. I'm going to do that. And if you want to meet this need, then please meet the need. And I'm going to trust you. And I'm not going to wring my hands about it. I'm not going to worry about whether I can make it or not because I already know I can't do it. And the same thing happens here. I've pitched Psalm 91 over and over and over and over again. What do the Christian, what does the believer do? Now, I'm not talking to unbelievers. I'm talking to believers. What do the believers do? They are to hide themselves in the shadow of the Most High. Who protects us from who? From what? The perilous pestilence. The arrows that fly by day. (laughs) The pestilence by night. All of our enemies. And what are people doing? Instead, they are trusting in Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Pick your famous person. I'm sure that they're, I'm sure if this is going to come out uh, anymore, what they're going to do is they're going to ramp it up like they do the, the anti-gun stuff or any of the other stuff that they do with the Hollywood people. And they're going to have these little clips for 15 seconds. Each of these guys coming along saying, hey, don't have vaccine envy. Please, please take the vaccine. Please. Yeah, I could tell you guys a quick story uh, about how God works. There was an older lady, and um, I don't know if it was an antidote that was given or if it was actually true, but anyway, it made the point. There was an older lady who was living in an apartment, and uh, a gentleman upstairs used to hear her pray, and he was he was an unbeliever. And one morning he got up and he was hearing the old lady pray, God, I, I don't have any money. I don't have any food in the refrigerator. You said you would... Take care of my daily bread. I'm asking you to meet the need that I have. And the guy got this bright idea. I'll show her. So he went out and bought her groceries. Came to the door, knocked on the door, delivered her groceries. 
and the lady lit up and she praised God and she thanked God for it. And the, and the guy goes, lady, I bought those groceries. I brought them to you. What are you doing praising God? She goes, because God answered my prayer, even if he had to use the devil to do it. <laughs> and I love that. I love that because it recognizes that God is behind everything. His decrees are eternal, and he is accomplishing his purposes, even in the midst of what we're seeing going on right here with the COVID stuff. God is accomplishing his purposes here. Part of this is his judgment. He has promised, he has promised to do that. God is immutable. He's not changed in that. And yet here are the people appealing to the base nature of the people they're speaking to. There's a lot to say about envy. The Bible speaks about it a lot. I, that, that's where this really stuck to me. This appeal to us to, to be against one another. That's what it is. And I had this pulled up. I've mentioned the Sneetches, and some people have, this was the Dr. Seuss, and maybe this you know, goes along with, I, I don't feel comfortable playing this whole thing on the air, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take and put this in the archives, Dr. Seuss, the Sneetches. It's only 12 minutes. If you haven't seen it, this gets to exactly what, what this is. This gets exactly what it is. It's kind of like, some of you probably remember being in high school. And if you were in high school around the time I was in high school, okay, there was a push to segregate out virgins. And the idea was there was this envy to get you sexually active. Okay? And I remember there was a young lady, and it's been used by several people before, but there was a young lady, and she was known to be a Christian in our school. And she said, she told the girls, she said, anytime I want, I can be like you, but you can never be like me. Why? Because those girls had already given up their virginity to some guy somewhere or several guys. And this is what she was pointing out. Let me tell you something. If you're unvaccinated, you can be like those other people anytime, any day. But they can never be like you. They can never go back to being like you. Especially with the alternation, alterations that are occurring through this mRNA shot. They can never be like you. By the way, a couple more things from Scripture regarding envy. And again, I don't even begin to understand this. I kind of get the idea that people might be envious because... Some people don't seem to have any struggles in life. They got all the money to take care of their bills. They've got um, plenty of food. They got lots of family. They seem to have it all in order. People may, I can see how people be envious of that. I don't understand this envy over something that's killing people and why you would want to be involved in that. But I'll tell you this I'll tell you where envy starts. It starts in your own heart doesn't start with Morgan Freeman or the propaganda. It starts in you, and they know this. The people putting it out know it. They know how to appeal to you. 
In fact, David Risolata is in the chat. I wish I could bring David on for the last 10 minutes of the phone, but we don't have the phone bank. So, But I can tell you this. If you read David Risolata's stories or his articles on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com forward slash author forward slash I don't know if I put David R. or David Rizzolata. <laughs> Try both. Uh, and read some of his stuff. The things he's giving you are what the Soviets were using and how they were manipulating the perspectives of the people that they were putting out their propaganda to. And you guys heard of Pavlov's dog? You seen, read any of the stuff that, that David has had out on B.F. Skinner and other people like this? This is all this is. It's different ways to attack the people to get them to go along with it. And yet the Bible tells us, Galatians 5, the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do you think you can be a covetous person, an envious person, and go into the kingdom of God? you got another thing coming. You're deceived. Repent. That's the message to you. Well, maybe you're a person who has outbursts of anger. You're jealous. You're a sensual person. You're an immoral person. You're an idolater. You're engaged in sorcery. And you claim to be a Christian going to heaven? Mm, that's not what the scripture says. It calls us to repent of those things. Those are the deeds of the flesh, not the fruits of the Spirit. And real love comes from the fruit of the Spirit. It doesn't come from an injection. Okay? It doesn't come from that. And yet everything that we've had, guys, God's word is true. He says, I will turn that nation into hell that forgets me. Now, the obvious question is, is America being blessed or is it being turned into hell? I think the answer is pretty clear that it's being turned into hell. Very rapidly, by the way. Again, I've recalled to you things from even from my childhood that I can remember and how quickly it's been changed. Now, it may seem slow to us as the years go by, but the older you get, it seems like the tape player goes a lot faster. <laughs> I don't know. And that's where we're at. We are being turned into hell. Why? Because we're an unrepentant people. We're rebellious people. You know, I see plenty of people who mean well, name the name of Christ, they get behind their political idol, thinking that's going to save them, thinking that's God at work. It's not. It's not. Politics doesn't save us. Politics is the external reflection of what we believe, what we actually believe. Not what we say we believe, what we actually believe. So does our culture. It is a reflection, it is an outward demonstration of our religious views. Let me say that again. The culture and our politics 
are an outward demonstration of what we actually believe. You see, there are people who say they're a Christian, but they don't live like Christians. Okay? There are people who say they're a Muslim, and they don't live like Muslims. There are people who are Americans, and I know we're not dealing with religion there specifically, although in some cases we might be, statism, but they don't live like Americans. You get what I'm saying? They can say one thing, they can wear their t-shirt, they can put the hat on, but it ain't in their heart. This was the first thing that God said that should be in the hearts of his people was his commands. Deuteronomy 6. And as a result of that, what are they to do? They're to teach those same commands that are in their hearts to their children. So they'll carry them on. So they'll remember God because God is the one who has blessed us. Any blessing we have comes from the Creator. It does not come from our own hands. And I'm not saying that we don't do things. The Bible calls us to work. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. The seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. Neither you nor your son, your daughter, your maidservant, or your male servant, nor your female servant, nor the strangers in your gate, nor the cattle, any of that stuff. Why? Because God set the example. In six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and he rested the seventh day. Therefore, he blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God has given us organization. Work six days, rest one. Everything that we need for life and godliness is bound up in the Christ. Peter tells us that. God has given us everything for life and godliness. So when it comes to these issues of vaccines, we need to keep that in mind. Again, I'm not against doctors who engage in dealing with people with trauma and stuff. But you know it as well as I do. And if you've been listening to this show for at least a year, when we've had uh, Kate Shimarani on, and I thank God that we've had her on there. I've learned a lot from her. One of the things is that keeps coming back up over and over and over. If you're going to be healthy, then part of that is obeying what God said to eat and not eat. And I can attest when I don't eat those things, man, I mean, it puts me out of shape. It makes me feel bad. All those kinds of things. And Kate says it too. It's listening to the Creator. He made all these things for our benefit and for our enjoyment and His glory. Now, with that said, this is going to keep on going. Okay? Don't think that there's a silver bullet here in the midst of the Fauci emails. Okay? Don't think there's a silver bullet here because there's not. The agenda is still going to be pushed forward. Doesn't matter how many they could look, they could literally dump an email with Anthony Fauci stating on there, yep, I sent all this money over there. We're looking, I don't care if it gets out. Let it get out. We can kill a bunch of people. That'll ensure that we can I mean they they could have an email that actually said that. And you know what? The American people would, would get mad. They would do their keyboard worrying and um Donald Trump would come out and say what a bad guy that, that Anthony Fauci is, and maybe even Biden would come out and do it, and nobody would do anything to him. That's the place where we're at right now. We get information so that we can be angry, so that we can be upset with those who are violating the law, only to be left with injustice. 
And after a while, it weary, it, it, it wears a people down. It wears a people down. You can't stay in that kind of emotional... Uh, I don't even know what the word is I want to use. You can't be that worked up all the time over all of these crimes being committed against us, the people, by both elected representatives and unelected bureaucrats. And and when you and I, if we went 80 miles an hour in a 35, we would be taken to jail. And yet these guys do things that are far worse than that where they actually harm people. They actually steal from people. And they get nothing. It used to be that the media promoted the idea that crime does not pay. Now they promote the idea that crime really does pay. And it pays pretty well. Exhibit A is Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci. I'm going to leave you with this. You remember back last year, it was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. What did he say? We are in a live exercise. We're in a live exercise. They used to use those terms with... uh, when they went from the from the exercise and they'd say live exercise to the actual false flag event. And here is Pompeo. He's not representing the people. He was an unelected bureaucrat too. Zionist rascal. Here he is on Fox pitching this stuff too. Oh, Fauci's repeating the Communist Chinese Party excuses. What were you pitching there, Mr. Pompeo, when you were in office? Huh? What were you pitching? Did you See, he claims to be a Christian, too. What was he pitching you? He's pitching you the fear. He was right alongside all the other guys that were up there. Just give you a quick picture. I'll have this video up just so you can see it. This is from where he made the statement. We're in a live exercise. Look at all the rascals that he's around with. Trump and Fauci and Pence back there. And I don't know who this guy was up front. I don't remember. Alex Alex Azar, Health and Human Services Secretary. All those guys. Well, I'm out of time. Don't have vaccine envy. And if you're feeling anxious, take it to the Lord. He gives a peace that passes all understanding. Trust in Him to take care of your anxiety. All right? Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. We'll be with Kate Chimbarani. See you.